Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Flash score. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. You know, the wind was kind of blowing in on Friday, maybe from in center to the pole there. It's killing things right. And then it, it went away in about the third inning. So then the, the stadium got a little jumpy all weekend. The ball was flying. So hats off to the pitching staff. They've done a good job. They did a great job last weekend, too. Started with the two lefties on Friday and then what went on yesterday. Freshman closing and freshman closing again today. I mean, that's some stuff you can build off of. Gives us some more confidence and, and some options on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode. Because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great state of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, Trent Daniel, all broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon this afternoon. We're going to have Trigger Tuesday this hour as we'll talk about things that are bothering us in the world of sports as well as your Razor Hog update presented by True Service. We'll have some have some fun with that too. And it's been uh, pretty fun talking a lot of baseball and especially with Arkansas playing tonight against UCA there in Fayetteville at Baumwalker Stadium. So it can be a, a pretty enjoyable thing. And I think that's like uh, with uh, having Trent here, just talking about not only the, the baseball side of things, but just getting good stories and whatnot from, you know, the Dave days and just getting behind the scenes of how uh, how his demand is very high, but yet uh, it, it pays off. His is pay, paying off when he has the, the high demands that are going along with it too. So it's pretty great. Yeah, I mean, I'd, you want me to talk yeah, about that? Yeah, story yeah, yeah. I want to hear okay. the story. I think people want to hear stories about Dave Van Horn yeah, like losing sure. it. It's funny. Well, so we we played Florida or not Florida, just Georgia Georgia weekend Friday night. It was Alex Wood we were facing. Been, he's been pitching the big leagues. Good lefty. We didn't play very good, probably defensively from what I remember. Faced a good pitcher. He shut us down. I mean that happens, but he has a level of expectation out there, and we didn't perform well. We lost. We ended up winning the series. But I was telling you, I came up in the locker room. Our post-game meal was a big Chick-fil-A nugget tray. So you kind of see that, and it's like, all right, looking forward to having that. Well, we're all in there waiting on DVH to come in, and there's a batting helmet at the top of the steps right inside the door, which is not where that needed to be. And he came in and kicked it like a field goal off the (laughs) top of the locker room. Like, our lockers above a guy's head, I think it was Derek Bleeker, and it hit above his head and came down, and he was just – eyes wide like wow it could have hit me right in the face one of those things and i mean he let us have it and ended up flipping the tra- the table over with the nuggets Man. all onto the carpet <laughs> so we didn't get to eat any of that so it was a that was a tough friday night man yeah it's like not only did you have to lose but you didn't even get to get the chick-fil-a well we didn't deserve it that night, but man, did we want those nuggets? Yeah, you know? <laughs> and, uh, that's so. That's so. Did it, so? Who, did anyone clean it up, or is it just kind of like you left it there? For I think five else? second rule, man. Yeah, yeah grab true. some of those. Unfortunately, I think it laid there for a little bit, but um, I think we all ended up picking it up. If I were to guess, we did it. That's just kind of how things went. But um, he, the expectations are always there, and even if you're facing a really good pitcher and stuff. There's, you know, mental mistakes and stuff just aren't acceptable for Dave. Yeah. Well, I said, I love stories like that and just hearing, because, you know, when you see Dave, or at least when we see Dave on, on TV or there in Baum Walker or whatever, we see him get pretty fired up at times. And there's been some, you know, some old videos that can serve us about him really getting after the umpires, getting ejected and stuff. But, you know, seeing how he is in the locker room and how he reacts after wins and after losses 
You know, I've noticed that on Hogs Plus, they, they love putting out the videos of him talking to the team after wins, but I haven't really seen any after losses. I wonder why that is for so, some reason. Trent, we talked to him one time. We asked him about entries outside of baseball. Yeah. If you had to guess, and you probably don't know this, but what would you think would be his entries outside of baseball? Oh, my gosh. I'm trying to think. He's got a couple daughters. I'm trying to think if it's something just – I can't even think anything off the cuff. He said he likes to mow his lawn. Uh, he just likes to get <laughs> on the tractor okay. and mow his lawn. Hey, I get that. Yeah. It's kind of therapeutic for me, too, to do my yard and all that, so I get it. In fact, I think when he was on our show, he was – because it was after, right after COVID happened, and they canceled the season, which was it was a bummer, but we were talking. He's like, yeah, I just – I stopped my tractors just to get on, come on yeah, with you guys. Do the interview at <laughs> yeah. the time, yeah. Right, yeah. So, but, but I was just laughing because I'm like, man, if that's not just the definition of a baseball guy, yeah. when just like he loves, you know, maintaining the grass. Well, and, he doesn't and get that. to do it there because they got professionals, so he's got to – you know, manicure his own at his house, right? Yeah, because I guess he, I think he even said something about him having to, you know, do that. And a lot of coaches, you know, especially uh, in the early days of college baseball when it wasn't as, as popular as what it is now, he's like, coaches sometimes had to do their own For sure. own uh, grass work out there. So, which, I'm just glad they have natural grass, and unlike some other places that have turf out there, and, yeah. and which is kind of strange. Well, but. a good buddy of mine, he coached at Crowder for a while. He, I mean, he was in charge. I mean, that I mean, Juco, stuff like that, you're out there, you're taking care of it. They don't have those crews like they do at all these big, you know, SEC schools. So they, they take pride in how the field looks, and they should. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm not trying to make an insult because this is not meant to be insulting towards Dave because I don't want him like yelling at me. But, <laughs> but my immediate thought was when he said that was like I just imagined in the movie Forrest Gump where you got this guy with all this money and like all this success and all the things going around and he's like, what is he doing when he's got it all made and everything? Well, he's just out there mowing the yeah. lawn, mowing the football field. You know, just kind of easy that and relaxing. Yeah, yeah. you got to respect it because he could easily just be like, pay some pay some guys huh? to take care of that. I don't ever have to do it. So yeah, he's. He's old school. Wants to get his hands dirty and stuff. I I like that. Yeah, well, he he's, he certainly does uh, does a good job with it too. Because uh, wh- what are your thoughts on turf and baseball? It no, feels like that's not for me, especially in the SEC. That's a problem. Especially today. full like a full fill any anything turf out there besides maybe the you know by the dugouts. No, I'm not a fan. Not uh-huh. the turf mounds. None of that. Just I don't want any part of. Turf it. goes back to the old school stadiums yeah. like in the 70s when mm-hmm. they they had to share football baseball yeah. stadiums. And since everybody has their own stadium now, there should never be any turf. Yeah, I, I, I'm not a fan of it. I don't. Um, I, we play. I think my senior year we played at Kansas State, and they had a turf field, and they would, they were just beating balls into the ground, and they would just bounce. They'd hit it right into the ground, it bounce all the way over our infield into the outfield for hits, and then just you know like really big hops, you know, a standard ball in the outfield. It was just odd. Um, I don't care for it at all. Yeah, because we've talked about it with even football. It's like we don't like turf and football. It's no. just something about the natural grass, and it's like the way God intended almost for yeah. it to be played. Uh, it seems like football, there's more, I wouldn't say, I don't know the numbers on that. It seems like there was more injuries and stuff before we switched back. You know, like there was some foot injuries a lot during the Billima years and all that, so I don't really know what that's about. But, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for the natural give and – you know the way the ground's supposed to be. Yeah, because I think uh, I think it was Petrino that wanted the turf because people could go faster. Faster, yeah, yeah. yeah. faster surface. Yeah, but I've seen uh, some baseball fields. I mean, it's Kentucky that has a turf mound. Yeah, but the rest is natural grass. But I'm like, I don't know, whatever. It's or, or like the turf infield, but the outfield, something like something like yeah, that. It's it's that's strange. Terrible. Yeah, to do the half and half. Yeah, it's like just yeah. go, just go all in. The turf mound in. thing just blows. It, it's so weird to see and stuff. I never. I'm trying to think if I ever even pitched on one i don't think i ever had to pitch on a mound even kansas state had the the dirt you know a real mound yeah. you know even around the bases was dirt and stuff but no I, that's not for me and because i don't even we would throw you know in the indoors off of you know kind of a turf fake mound and stuff and we had to be inside and it's just it's just different mm. it's kind of like when you go to the driving range and you know, you're hitting golf balls right. off the little turf thing it's like it's not the same it's yeah. there it's you know it get contact but yeah, it's just not the same. But that's what it's for. It's for practice. Mm-hmm. You, you practice that, but you don't want to go through a real game situation like that. Yeah. Who would want to play golf on a turf golf course? Like, it's, like it's, It'd be terrible. No one would want to do that. So neither should baseball have it, too. All right. Let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Navy Mike's on. What's up, Navy? Hey, what's up, John and Joe and uh, Trent? You know, um, uh, just a couple things. Uh, first off, you, heard, you guys were talking about, uh, you know, turf and, you know, maybe a little bit more injuries because it's a harder surface, maybe faster for playing on, but maybe, you know, um, it's harder to land on or be tackled on. Um, to that, I would ask, you know, there are various 
uh, you know, quality high school programs around the state, like Benville and then, you know, the black private schools, they all have turf. And do, do those guys deal with more injuries in, on, on the high, at the high school level? I don't know, do they? I, I don't know. That's what I'm asking. I mean, because, like, the argument against turf is it's the harder surface and, it, and there's more, and people get, you know, guys are more prone to action, uh, to uh, um, injuries, you know, as far as turf, between turf and natural grass. I don't know. I guess we'd have to do a study on it. There, There's no give in turf or not as much give, but that can go either way as far as injuries are concerned. But the turf that is there today is a lot better than what it was before because it was just carpet on top of concrete. Right, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, because when I was working at Verizon Arena, when it was Verizon Arena, I, was, I would uh, lay out the turf for the, um, you know, the, the semi-pro. Uh, Twisters. Uh, yeah, the semi-pro team and. That was literally, I mean, it was like a, it wasn't even a half inch thick. And it's, we lay it right on concrete. But, so yeah, I guess there's, that's, there's, there's some doubt to that, I guess. But you know, John, uh, I'm, I'm, the thing that triggers me, I just got off Twitter here earlier. Um, the Arkansas Razorbacks football site just, uh, put up a post of the, uh, Liberty Bowl championship rings. Are you stealing my and, Trigger um, Tuesday, there, Navy? They're 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 getting they're getting flamed all across Twitterverse <laughs> for this thing, and I, I I kind of have to agree with them because I mean you know and a lot of the hog fans are, are, are triggered about this because you know when you put something on you got to be careful what you put on Twitter because that Twitter is a meat grinder, and and I'm I know because I'm one of the gears in that meat grinder you know and but in this case like I'm triggered like just leave that to the let if the players want to post that to themselves for themselves. And so be it. But now, I guarantee you, none of those players is going to post anything because we're we're just getting flamed all across Twitter. Because well, you guys just went seven and six. You're three and five in conference. You beat a six and six Kansas team in three overtimes, and I guess that's your Super Bowl ring. You know, and so I, <laughs> you know, Rose on there just you know telling people, look, man, I don't. I get it's a it's an accomplishment. But you don't have to make it public if those guys celebrate on their own. You know, that's just my opinion on it. And I'll just get you guys' thoughts on that and whatnot. And uh, y'all take care, man. Appreciate it, Navy. Thanks so, for coming in. is he triggered by the fact that they're getting them in the first place or just that they're showing them? Because if they're getting them, why wouldn't they show them? Yeah, I think I think it was because they were showing them on social media because that's where the the getting ripped or the meat grinder, as he put it, uh, was on Twitter. But Is there any other program that... I hope not. Rings like that? Yeah, for, yeah, they they okay. do. They do not, because pay attention everybody gets much. trophies for winning bowl games. Right, like yeah. all those bowl right. games you get trophies for. Now there's only one that really matters. But yeah, if you win a bowl game, you get a trophy. Yeah, because I, I saw the tweet too, and you know we'll do a Trigger Tuesday later because I, I had that as among as well as others. But I, you know, I was just kind of like, you know, maybe not. You know, <laughs> like maybe maybe don't. Because they like the way they put it, they're like icy, and it was like this video of like the going around the ring, and I'm like, dude, come on now, <laughs> come on, man, you went six and six, man. I mean, like, I, you know, it's like in baseball. Like, would you guys give rings for, for uh, you know winning a game in a, in a regional? Probably not. No. Yeah. I got one for winning the SEC West, getting to Omaha, and my senior ring. That's that all, was it. That's it. So. Yeah. Because, and again, Omaha for sure gets rings. And then you went in the SEC West. Which year was that? That uh, 2011. So okay. Yep. So, uh, and 15 and 15. So you can, that kind of tells you how the the West was. Good grief. Yeah. So the, the team that went 500 in that conference mm-hmm. play is the one that won it. Yep. Yeah. Now that's a meat grinder right there in the <laughs> SEC. So, uh, beat Ole Miss for that one, though. Love that. Oh, yeah. I bet so. <laughs> I bet so. I bet that felt pretty good. Because I guess I was back. Because they don't have. Div- or no, they, they have divisions, but they're about to do away with baseball divisions, I think. Right. I'm yeah. sure with these new teams coming in and stuff, they got to do something, right? Yeah. Because they've done, they've done away with basketball, which I like. I don't like divisions necessarily anymore. Like, I get them. I'm like, maybe football. But I don't know. I feel like it's. Everybody can travel. Everybody can play everybody a little bit more, and you know, I don't, I don't, I feel like it's fine without having the divisions to go along with it. So. The sports have come a long way since they made divisions because the original reason they made divisions in football, so to speak, is so they can have a championship game. Well, there's not a need for it because you can just take the top two teams, and those are the two teams that play in a championship. Yeah, that's what I like about it. It's like because it's about getting the best and. Uh, I think a lot of it, was, especially in basketball, the reason they changed it was because the SEC West in basketball was atrocious because that was when Arkansas was really down. 
Um, LSU was had some years here and there, but like Mississippi State, Ole Miss, Bama, Auburn were awful. But then on the East, it's like Florida with Billy Donovan there, Kentucky. Uh, even that was one time Vanderbilt had it going on there with Kevin Stallings. It's like it was just where they were, you know, they were getting a three seed over in the East, but the one seed over here lost like four more games in the conference. So it just was unbalanced, and that's really well, what they this did. This year, what TCU. You know their conference is round rock. They'd already played everybody and beat everyone, including what Kansas State that ended up beating them in the conference championship. It's like, well, they've already played all these teams and beat them. I, you know, so I don't know if there needs to be something there. You don't have a championship game if you play everyone. Or I mean, you know, because they were the Big Twelve champs during mm-hmm. their season. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, once the playoff expands and the conference expansion moves around, I think especially in football, it's going to be it's going to be a lot different. A lot different. They could do away with some of those championship games at that time, especially if they talk about expanding more, which at this point it's not like they're talking about it, but at some point it could go beyond 12 teams. And if it does, there's really not a need for a conference championship game. Yeah. It's just about money. You know, whatever's going to give them more money is what it's going to be about. But I think the, the like I'm looking forward to the fact that you're not going to just have a division, but you're going to have, at least in football, in the SEC, it looks like you're going to have nine conference games every year. And then on top of that, you're going to have three permanent opponents that you're going to play every year. And it looks like, at least according to reports, that Arkansas is going to have Ole Miss, Texas, and Missouri, which, I mean, it could be, it could have been a lot worse yeah. <laughs> than what that is. And I'm glad that they're uh, keeping Texas or making Texas a thing, but also keeping Ole Miss in football, too, because that's a wild one. It will well. be odd to not play LSU all the time, right? I mean, that's going to be, that'll have, again, had to get used to that for sure. I'm going to miss that game, but yeah. it's just part of it now. You yeah. expand. Yeah, I think uh, it, al- it also makes the rotation be a lot sooner as far as the teams that you're playing. Yeah. 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 So that that's the positive to it. Yeah. So if it's like you ever, if you ever wanted to go to like, you know, play Oklahoma and Norman. You know, like with the current setup, it could be 12 years before right. you end up playing there. But now it's like where or where it's going. It'll be like, no, you can play them. Uh, you know, just wait two or three years, and you'll be able to go there and play them too. So, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm trying to think, like, when's the last time we played in Nashville in the fall? Like Jerry Franklin year when we took one yeah. back to the house late? Or, I mean, yeah. It's been a long time since we've – some of those teams since we've gone over, out there at all. Columbia, you know, some of those – South SEC East teams. Yeah, South Carolina, I think it was like uh, Bielma's last year they went out there and got yeah. trounced um, against South probably. Carolina. Yeah, probably, <laughs> yeah, that year. But, uh, but yeah, you know, that was the thing. Yeah, it felt like it was so long. Because I even saw something, and like one of the crazy things is that Texas A&M has still never played in Athens in football and Georgia. It's like, see, how does like, that yeah. can't happen? Like, it's been 10 years. You should never have something like that happen. But, yeah. Uh, A&M's fine with it. They're, they say, yeah, yeah, we're good. Sure. We'll we don't get, need we to get go there. Yeah. We'll play Georgia. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's exactly. like, yeah give, it, give it to Arkansas. Let yeah. them go on the road there, too. So, uh, But, no, I like the – as far as since we're on football, I like the schedule this year. And I'm going to try to go to Gainesville. I've never been to Gainesville. Not to say that it's like, oh, I can't wait to see the beauty of Gainesville. Right. But uh, Arkansas playing there in the fall, which would be nice. Or still be warm, but it won't be disgusting. Because uh, what's weird though this year is that Arkansas is playing LSU in Baton Rouge in September. Yep, that's disgusting, and it's going to be hot really and, mis- and miserable. So, yeah, went from having them in the final game of the year, and now you're going to have them like the first game of the year in the SEC. That's pretty rough. Yep, I'll be interested to see how they uh, handle that. Bye, the bye week is late, right? I mean, we, is it after week eight or something like that? I mean, and you're talking about a tough middle stretch of games there. I know it's late in the year, so it's going to be it's going to be a grind the first, I guess. Yeah, for the season. It's the uh, last Saturday in October is the bye okay. week. So yeah, you're gonna have you're gonna play eight games before you get that's, to your bye week. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, they'll welcome it at the at yeah, the time, sure. whenever mm-hmm. it comes about. Yeah, because yeah. then the final four games of the season, which I'm not saying they're easy, because there's no such thing as easy in the SEC. But once they're coming off that bye week, they got to go to Florida, which they've had some problems. You know, they went six six this last year, had a lot of players missing, so we'll see. But then they get Auburn at home, Florida International at home, and then Missouri at home, which. Auburn may be good. Like, they're, they're still, you know, first year under Hugh Freeze, don't really know. You better freaking beat Missouri. I can tell you that. And so maybe that final four game stretch will be a difference of going, you know, uh, you know, six and six or eight and four or whatever it is. But uh, yeah, also coming off that bye, you only have one road game, and that's the yeah. first yeah. one coming off the bye. So that, that will be an important stretch. It always is at the end of the season, but closing with three home games, man, that's going to be vital to what happens. And um, and how they finish the season, and then on, and then talking about a different four game stretch, with uh, going to LSU, A and M, and Arlington, at Ole Miss, and at Bama. 
So it was yeah, four straight games, in, which arguably are the four toughest teams yeah. you're probably going to play in SEC play. None of them are in home in Fayetteville. They're all on the road or a neutral side. That bye week will be welcomed after that, mm-hmm. that stretch there. It's tough. Yeah. Then you have Mississippi State at home after that. But, yeah, it's again, it's the, the teams themselves. It might be a little bit of a easier stretch because you don't have the non-conference games against Cincinnati and, and Liberty, who was really good, and uh, you know all of that. But uh, you also don't have to play Georgia. Or uh, you know South Carolina, but again, it's it's not going to be easy. By don't any have stretch. to go to Provo in the middle of conference. Yeah, although I did enjoy that. I yeah, for sure, Provo. cool trip. But yeah, did you go but, out there? No, I didn't go oh, out there. Okay, I'm I'm jealous. So I mean, cool stadium environment and everything, but that's tough. That's tough non-conference right in the middle of SEC play to head out west. You mm-hmm. know, kind of odd to see that. Fans were way too nice. That's what was the weirdest thing about it. It's like they were like, "Hey, go Hogs today." I was like. I don't like that. <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's that's weird. Like it's like no, I want you to hate me and like cuss me out. Yeah, and I don't throw know. Stuff stay back me. to you. Yeah, it's like I don't know if you guys are. No wonder you can't join the SEC. I was like, I don't know if you guys be able to handle how mean people are. They put on a show with a mascot though. Yes, yes, and they hand out ice cream to the opposing fans. Yeah. Just it's weird. It's like nice, but it's it's weird if if you're doing uh, because I went to because we tried to do a road trip every year, and the year before that is when I went to Athens for Georgia. Arkansas lost like thirty-seven nothing or whatever it was. They were really mean, and uh, they were uh, they were not very uh, accommodating to say the least. So, but hey, it's uh, it's a long way till football season. Well, Trent, we know you, you got to run, man, but we really appreciate you coming in with us and hanging out and looking forward to each and every Tuesday having you on. Of course, a huge thanks to Lift Truck Service and uh, right here in Little Rock of, of making it all possible, man. So it's uh, good to be having you, and I look forward to next week. Hopefully yep. we talk about another sweep on the road against Georgia. For sure. Thanks, John and Joe. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, man. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll take a commercial break. We'll come back with more Trigger Tuesday as well as your Razor Hog update here on Out of Bounds. So stay tuned. Southern Bank presents Family Feud on 103.7 The Buzz. Tune in to Morning Mayhem on Tuesday mornings for your chance to play with Justin Moore, David, and Roger. Family Feud on Morning Mayhem brought to you by Southern Bank. Bank with Southern.com. Center. Arkansas baseball gets back to action today as they are set to host Central Arkansas. This will be the final midweek game for Arkansas and Fayetteville. They'll face Missouri State on the road next Tuesday and then play Lipscomb and Little Rock on May 2nd. Arkansas is 3-0 all-time against UCA. Cody Adcock is expected to get the start for the Razorbacks. He's 3-1 with a 6.37 ERA. First pitch is set for 7. Coverage can be heard on the buzz starting at 5.30. And the Arkansas Travelers also return to action tonight. They'll face the Frisco Rough Riders for a six-game series starting today and ending on Sunday. Tonight's game's first pitch is set for 635. Coverage for the game and the whole series can be heard on 1067 Buzz 2. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Is your Oaklawn the sound of starting gates and pounding hooves? Is it the first sip of the perfect post-time Bloody Mary? Or maybe it's just Saturdays with lots of friends and zero cares. No matter what you love about live racing at Oaklawn, it's back and better than ever. With more race days, bigger purses, and the top thoroughbreds in the world, this season is like no other. Make your reservations today at oaklawn.com. What's your Oaklawn? Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. At Jones & Son, when you shop for an engaged ring, you get the benefit of shopping with the largest selection of rings in Central Arkansas. We also carry the biggest brands in the business and now offer our new Jones & Son collection of branded engagement rings. Our Jones & Son rings are high quality at a really great price. Also, they are fully customizable and we can modify any design to suit your needs. We are a direct diamond importer and import all of our diamonds so we save you money. Hi, I'm Jacob Jones, inviting you to shop Jones & Son Diamond & Bridal Fine Jewelry in West Little Rock. Why wrestle over high interest rates when you can get 0%? Watney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is laying all incentives on the table, including 0% on new Silverados, 1.9% on new Equinox, no payments for 90 days, and sales tax paid on all new and pre-owned vehicles. Call 501-982-2102. 1301-TP Wide Drive in Jacksonville. Take the Gregory Street exit. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. All offers with approved credit. 
Brandon. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. If you got a birthday, anniversary, graduation, or other celebration coming up, you can celebrate your event in style with a private VIP section and bottle service at Brewskies. Each Brewskies VIP section comes with your own server, no line, no wait entry, and a complimentary bottle of champagne to get the party started only at Brewskies. It's Taco Tuesday at Brewskies. $1.50 street tacos, $5 signature 22-ounce margaritas, $3 Jose shots, and trivia at 7 p.m. Taco Tuesday at Brewskies. Mobile Container Solutions provides storage containers for your home or business throughout Arkansas. Storage containers are free from dirt, rust, and other debris to get your items safe and damage-free and come in several different sizes. They will bring them to your property and you can keep them as long as you need it. If you or someone you know was affected by the recent tornadoes, call 501-541-2600 or go to mobilecontainersolutions.com for more information. If you have been impacted by the recent tornado or know someone who was, listen to this message. Natural State Wholesale is opening its doors to you when you're ready to rebuild. If you need flooring, kitchen remodel, or a bathroom remodel, Natural State Wholesale is here for you. And you can trust them to deliver the best product and the best price today to help you rebuild. Visit online at naturalstatewholesale.com or stop by in Cabot 203 Commerce Park Drive. Natural State Wholesale, here for you. So go see the flooring king. Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get-togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Hey, 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 hey! Turn that damn cube off! On 1037 The Buzz. The world is yours. 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 Right, the fiend of hip hop has got me stuck like a crack pipe. The mind activation, react like I'm facing time, like Pappy Mason with pins I'm embracing. Wipe the sweat off my dome, spit the phlegm on the street. Sway Tim's on my beats, make my cipher complete. Weather cruising in a six cab, I'm on terror deep. I can't call it. The beats make me fall in a sleep. That abounds here on a trigger Tuesday, and one thing I can tell you that's never going to trigger us is Guadney Chevrolet in Jacksonville because they've been doing business since 1957, and to this day, they are the premier family-owned Chevrolet dealership. They are right off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville under the big American flag. Now, Guatney, anything worth doing is worth doing right the first time. So you can expect first-class customer service from the moment you walk through the door. The buying process is simple, and after the purchase, they will even invite you back for dinner to help you learn a little bit more about all the bells and whistles of your new ride. You you think it's a joke, but it's actually true. That's how great it is at Guatney Chevrolet with their award-winning sales and service, a friendly, no-pressure environment, and plenty of inventory to choose from. So whether it's a new Silverado, which they have a great deal going on right now with 0% financing for qualified buyers, or even the deal that they have, of course, with it being tax season, they're paying the sales tax right now on all vehicles sold in April. New or pre-owned, does not matter, all in an effort to help those who had lost so much during the recent storm. So if you want to check that out and get sales tax paid on any vehicle that you want, Guani Chevrolet is the only place that you want to do it at. So check them out today. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. The Gregory Street exit. Guatney Chevrolet and GuatneyChevrolet.com. Appreciate Trent Daniel coming in with us and talking a little baseball and hanging out and uh, just uh, being to pick his brain a little bit too because it's uh, pretty fascinating to hear from uh, a former player especially. But, you know, we were talking about some of the guys that he played with uh, on those teams and uh, just he- hearing some of the guys that went on to have major baseball careers and, and being in majors and everything, it's it's uh, just uh, really cool to you know be able to play with those guys. I'm sure, but uh, still keep in contact with some of those all time greats as well. Also with baseball, UCA taking on Arkansas on the Bet Saracen app. The double double R props are there, so we know that the double R props. You look at those. There are some favorable ones that. If you get in on them, you have a great chance of winning. Mm. One of them involves Peyton Stovall. 0.5 hits, 0.5 RBI, and over 0.5 runs. So 
All of those in combination is plus 550. How about that? I also saw that they, uh, because of the long uh, streak that Arkansas has with hitting a home run in a game, that uh, they just put it at plus 100 for Arkansas just to hit a home run. So, you know, keep that streak alive. It uh, seems like it'd be uh, pretty easy money there if you're feeling good about Arkansas taking care of business and getting that done. But, yeah, it's cool seeing all the, not only the, the different lines and specials, but, of course, anytime the double R specials are thrown into the mix, it always makes it a lot more fun, too. And a lot of them are player-specific, too. So you can uh, pick out a certain player that you feel like is going to have a good game, and you can get some really good odds plus money. Yeah. And that's uh, all according to Bet Saracen. So they have daily specials on there, but double R specials are the ones you want to look for the double r props and double r prop plays yeah it's yeah they got a few of them too to choose from so if you like the long shot was it kindle digs over over basically kindle digs getting a hit uh getting a home run and also getting a run itself so yeah i mean if you like they like digs is going to blow up tonight check it out with bet saracen and betsaracen.com let's go to the phone lines real quick brent who's in stuttgart is on the line what's up brent what's up johnny go Hey, Brent. What's up, man? Hey, uh, I had a friend of mine call me uh, yesterday, my best friend in Mississippi. He called me and said that uh, somebody called him and said he had read an article, I want to say USA Today, maybe maybe not, that uh, Arkansas and Texas A&M were thinking of leaving and going to the Big 12. Have y'all heard that? No, no Brent, that, Brent. Somebody's trying to pull one. Yeah, they're trying to pull some fast ones out there, some jokes and some shenanigans. That is 100% not happening. That's what, I, that's what I told my buddy. I said, I can guarantee you neither of neither of these units, neither of those, neither the Aggies nor the Hawks are leaving for the Big 12 because they would lose so much money. Yeah, it, it, that ain't happening. Nobody, nobody is ever going to leave the SEC. It, it's just not going to happen. There's too much money involved. Hey, John, another question I had: What you make of what you guys make of the cryptic Jordan Walsh uh, tweet? Yeah. He's gone. Yeah. He's leaving. Yeah, we talked about it earlier in the show, Brent, and uh, I think me and Joe are on the same page. We both think that that's just a Nice little hype video to his decision that he's going to be taking his talents on to the next level. Yeah, it's like he's uh, he's taking steps, and he's showing the steps along the way, and now he's ready to take that next step. So, John, what's the next big shoe to fall of oh, oh, omniscient one in the transfer portal then? I mean, it, well, it's kind of a, an interesting situation right now because you know you're sitting at one scholarship over. For, uh, for what you're looking at for Arkansas basketball with the commitments that they have. But I think once Walsh makes his decision, which could be here today, tomorrow, or at least here soon, you'll probably see on top of that another decision being made by another potential player that could be coming in. So it's just a matter of the timing of everything. Hey, John, let's go on record and say let's hope it's Hunter Dickinson. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody would mind that, Brent. I think everybody would be on board bringing in Hunter Dickinson. But I still believe he's not going to make a decision probably until late this week, maybe even early next week. Okay, we can, we can live with that if he chooses us. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure we all can, that's for sure, absolutely. All right, well, thank you all. Have a great day. All right, appreciate Super, it. Brent. Thanks, Brent. Thanks for calling in. Uh, all right, real quick, because uh, we've uh, lost track of time, or at least I have, because uh, having Trent in has been a lot of fun. But it is a Trigger Tuesday, so let's go ahead and jump in to what's triggering us in the world of sports. I'm angry. I'm, I'm spitting angry. I'm like a tornado of anger swirling about. My heart rate is dangerously high right now. Triggered Tuesday, where you let everyone know what's offended you in the world of sports on Out of Bounds. All right, it is Trigger Tuesday, and I know that uh, some that was brought up by Navy Mike, but I guess he stole my thunder. But I'll at least uh, reiterate the fact that I get that when you're putting out rings and, and stuff with Arkansas football getting a Liberty Bowl ring, and they were promoting it and going crazy about it. They got made fun of. They got ripped. I think they got put on Barstool Sports and Outkick and all these other websites, people making fun of them. It's like, you know what, do what you want to do. But I also do believe if you get rings, great. If you get a trophy, great. But to, like, put all this production on it and, and talk about how awesome it is and how great it is after, you know, winning the Liberty Bowl, nothing against it, just seems like it was a little, little weird timed 
and, and how it looked. It's it's just it's like people were pretty disappointed with the way that the season ended. If it was a, an Outback Bowl trophy like the year, year before Outback Bowl ring, maybe people would be more about it. But I don't know. I just felt like it was uh, very ill-advised and ill-timed. Fine getting them rings, but when you start pumping it up that, hey, we got rings, uh, it just comes across uh, and doesn't really land for me. So, um, yeah, Arkansas, come on now. Strive to do better. Don't worry about those rings. Worry about uh, the rings that matter, like conference championships and big-time bowl victories, and maybe even college football playoffs. Do those things. Craig Kimbrough, the relief pitcher for the Phillies. Now, he's played for a number of teams, the Braves, Red Sox, Padres, Cubs, White Sox, even the Dodgers the year before. But uh, just whenever you see him come into the game and his stance that he has where he hunches all the way over with his arms <laughs> extended out before he delivers the pitch, that's just its something that's odd to look at, and it, it triggers me every time I see the guy go into the game, and uh, it almost makes you want to turn away from it unless he's playing for a team that you really like you probably don't like to see when that guy comes in the game because he is good, but just seeing his stance and, and his motion when he's at the mound is something that's that's triggering and just hate to see it whenever he comes in. Yeah, I, I just, I don't know, when I see that and, you know, everybody's got their weird things and maybe, you know, some, maybe we could probably Trent be like, wait, what do you think about that when, you know, pitchers do that? It's, I don't know, it's unique and all that, but I'm like, ah, I don't know, it's. It's like, does that? What does that do for you? You know, like, does it help? Maybe it does, or maybe it's just his comfort zone or whatnot. But I just wouldn't feel like that'd be comfortable or help helpful. I don't maybe know. Maybe he's trying to throw the batters off, which at times has worked for him. He's struggling a bit this year, though. So the batters have seemed to figure him out for now. But his ERA is. 7.5. Mm, yeah, well, maybe uh, he just got to lift his arms up a little higher and he can get that uh, URA down. Maybe that's what uh, maybe that's what will be the difference maker in all of that. Uh, also, uh, something else that uh, uh, triggered me was just the whole th- situation with Draymond Green and uh, last night in, in, in the NBA playoff game where he got ejected and it was this huge story and everything, but uh, it, it, looks, it looks like, according to Shams, that it's unlikely that they're going to suspend Draymond Green for Game Three. That's good, and uh, and they're not going to do anything for uh, Sabonis either. So it, it's just it's going to be like that, and that's fine. But I don't know. I just felt like you know, you, you, like if you're a guy like Draymond Green and you're an instigator, and he's always been that way, it's like you you have video of you grabbing people's legs and kicking people in the junk, and like you have all this stuff, and then when someone does that to you, which yeah, he shouldn't have done it, but you know, he responds just jumping, or kind of putting a foot on a guy and then leaping off of it. I mean, he wasn't hurt. Luckily, he didn't get majorly hurt, but just, I don't know. I just did not like that reaction, and then, you know, to say, oh, that's happened to me twice. I was like, man, you do that all the time. So, it's, but again, I don't really like Draymond Green, but that's just my opinion on it anyways. It's good that the NBA isn't going to have an effect on the series, though, because right. the Warriors, they're already down 0-2, and even if that went the opposite way with taking Sabonis out, they're they're going to let these guys work it out on the court, and they're not going to have an effect on the series. So that's the great thing about it. Yeah, because I'll be honest, I I don't want Draymond suspended either. Like because I I think that you want to have the games out there and be the best that they can be. And uh, with the way that the uh, the Kings are taking over, you know, two zero. I think was it the first time that Steve Kerr and the Warriors have been down two zero in a in a playoff the series. First time that Steph Curry has definitely been down zero two in his career. That's wild. So yeah, you got to give Kings a lot of credit, but uh, you know they've. And they got to go back to, to Golden State. And, you know, if they didn't have Draymond, that would be uh, definitely a huge impact. But I'm glad that he's going to play. I'm sure all eyes will be on, all right, how's they, how they go up against each other. Is there going to be any drama or any extra tension? Which, of course, they will be. But, yeah, I still, like I said, what triggered me more so is just Draymond being that way and being Draymond. Draymond being Draymond. And that's what he's doing. Yeah, yeah, at least he's consistent. He is consistent in that regard. So there you have it. There's Trigger Tuesday. We'll take our final break. We'll come back with three and out, some headlines, some storylines, some things we didn't get into. Close up shop and get you ready for Drive Time Sports. All coming up next. Our care is a system of doctors, nurses, counselors, and pharmacists dedicated to bringing you the highest quality of health care. But it's more than that. It's relational. It's human. It's thousands of people over a three-state footprint offering health care to all. 
From the country club to the homeless shelter, no one is turned away. Our care, so you can live your story. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in Benton. It's time to get outside and enjoy the great outdoors with a new boat, motorcycle, personal watercraft, or RV. Alcoa Community FCU has low-rate fun loans. Apply securely for your fun loan online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Now serving Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. Roger Scott here. You guys know how much I love the great outdoors. I mean, I am the naked gardener after all, and there's nothing that I love more than my very own lawn and being outside. But let's be honest, when the mosquitoes attack, it can be a real buzzkill. However, a monthly mosquito barrier from my friends at Sanders Ground Essentials can keep those skeeters away, which keeps my deck party going. Call them today at 315-9395 or on the web at sandersground.com. Sanders Ground Essentials. Let's get growing. It's Justin Ankery, and I'm reminding you that Certipro is the only option when it comes to interior or exterior painting, as far as I'm concerned. Having used them a number of times over the years, I'm about to get them on a new project. I got a new deck installed and about to get them to stain it and seal it and protect it for the future. That's what it's about. It's an investment in your future with Certipro Painters. You want to improve curb appeal, you want to improve the livability of your home, and you want to do it with people you trust who live locally right there in your community, then Certipro Painters is the answer. Each Certipro Painters business is independently owned and operated. Schedule your free estimate at Certipro.com. That's Certa with a C. Your joints are talking to you, right? They're saying, hey, something's not right. You didn't listen because you thought the pain would go away in a week or two, but it's not going away. Football legend Emmett Smith knows you've got to listen to your body. And when it sends pain signals, don't wait. Get ahead. Stop it in its tracks with a visit to the nation's leader in joint pain relief. That's QC Kinetics. Yeah, they are way ahead of the curve in this pain treatment business. QC Kinetics says no to invasive surgeries and harsh drugs. They've found a better, natural way to relief, using your body's own healing properties that you were born with, and it takes place the same day right in the office. Before that pain goes next level, get ahead of it. Go see QC Kinetics. Stop it in its tracks. Call QC Kinetics, 501-222-8440. That's 501-222-8440. 501-222-8440. Fence Brokers presents First Team All-American and BB native Hannah Gamble when she joins Morning Mayhem every Tuesday on 103.7 The Buzz. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. Arkansas weather can go from mild one day to wild the next. So make sure you have experience on your side. Barry Brandt, Todd Jacobian, Melinda Mayo, and James Bryant. Channel 7 Weather, the team with the most experience. Admired by his peers and beloved by his state, Channel 7 Sports Director Steve Sullivan is the newest inductee into the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Sully, a true legend of Arkansas sports broadcasting. Or Hyundai of Russellville is here to help you adventure more. And that starts with giving you amazing deals like 500 cash back and 0% APR for 48 months on select new Hyundai Santa Fe models. And don't forget our lifetime powertrain warranty or Hyundai's owner assurance and America's best 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Whether you're exploring the natural state or road tripping across the country, we've got something for you. Shop Or Hyundai of Russellville and OrHyundai.net. WACT dealer for details. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hogs Meat Market, where they have sliced boar's head deli meats and cheeses. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. Kane is in the building. They're fine is done. It's over. Over? Did you say over? Nonsense. I've not yet begun to defile myself. Call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. I play real sports. I'm trying to be the best at exercising. It's time for three and out. It's been three hours and we are boom out of here. All right. It is time for three and out. A few headlines, a few storylines, a few things that we got to dive into. Uh, But first off, we want to remind everybody about our great Rockin' Relief event coming up tomorrow night. That's right. It's uh, just around the corner. It's incredible how uh, quickly it's gone around. But if you are interested in going as well as checking out some of the great auction items that we're going to be having in the silent auction, just go to 1037thebuzz.com 
And we know that uh, there's a QR code there for all you youths that like to do the QR code things. But the doors will open at 5 p.m. at Sticky's, and the music will be by Blaine Howard, Donnie Lee Strickland, Huckleberry Jam, Bad Habit, and, of course, Justin Moore. $20 online or at the door with the showtime starting at 6 p.m. And, folks, the amount of different auction items that we have for this great event, uh, you could find something for everybody here, whether if you're a sports fan, whether you're an outdoorsman, or whether you're a musician, you know, whatever it is, they got you covered, or even just a foodie, they, they got it. So just check it out again at 1037thebuzz.com and see all the, the great silent auctions, items that we'll have, and be there at Rock and Relief tomorrow at Stickies as well. We're going to have a good time helping out those that need the help the most. All right, so uh, jumping into three and out, a few things that uh, we want to dive into. I have this they're funny clip that it just cracked me up because we know our guy Brian Windhorse, right? You know, the, the NBA dude, the guy that has totally not based his career on just following LeBron James around his entire life. Well, anyways, uh, on Get Up this morning, there was a really funny moment where uh, he was doing an interview with Get Up, but he kept whispering and People kept wondering why that was the case. I'm trying to figure out why are you the only one whispering? Everyone else is answering questions and talking. You're whispering. Why are you whispering? Well, we all have adverse situations, and apparently um, someone in the hotel room next to me was not a get-up viewer and not happy about uh, the early wake-up call here in Phoenix. And um, let's just say that um, messages have been delivered not in a soft manner. I'm trying to avoid um, having a wrap on any part of my body. Did the hotel manager tell you not to your door and say, quiet down in there? Uh, this individual did not contact the manager, but their point was made um, oh. very strongly. So I'm trying to respect my neighbors here in Phoenix before uh, 7 a.m. here. <laughs> hey, turn, turn on the turn Wendy on. You got backup coming, Wendy. We got what? you, brother. Yeah, exactly. Here's my thing. It's like it's a really funny moment, and I can't imagine how they got. But I, I would be upset too if it was that early in the morning and you had somebody that was screaming into a microphone or yelling into a microphone next door. But it's like, man, surely there's, like, does that happen all the time when he's doing this? He just does live hits inside of a hotel room where someone's next to him could be just hearing everything at early morning? Maybe this is the first guy that said it, but, yeah, he man. Find a different area to do yeah, that. Yeah, do it in the hotel lobby, something like that. Surely you can accommodate it. Uh, yeah, but that, pretty funny moment, though. In fact, it was Brian Windhorst. Bryce Young has canceled his remaining visits that he's taken before the NFL draft. He's already had visits with the top two teams in the Panthers and Texans. So this is an indication that they've let him know that he's going to be one of the top two picks. So either the Panthers said they're taking him number one or the Texans have assured him that if the Panthers don't take him first overall and he's available, that the Texans will get him at two. So Bryce Young, you can see that he will be one of the top two picks in the NFL draft. So uh, a pretty crazy uh, little scenario here where a huge train barrels into another train, which is always just a scary thing and uh, that takes place no matter what because you think about the, the speed and the weight of everything from a train and how wild it goes. Well, it's a scary thing, and you start to wonder, okay, how does something like that happen? How, in this day and age, how do trains get in wrecks or whatever with the communication lines and all that? Well, uh, according to the video that came out of the conductor booth, the reason being is because the conductor was texting, texting while driving a train. And to take it one step further, she was texting about the succession episode from the other night. And she was not paying attention and ran into a train. So, as according to sources, everybody was okay in the matter. But, uh, you know, we, we know how important it is to not drive and text or text and drive. Uh, it's, it's important not to fly and text, but apparently... Being on a train and texting is also very dangerous. So anytime you're operating some sort of motorized vehicle, just don't be texting because it's going to be dangerous no matter what. NBA is going to require players that are involved in the NBA draft to, if they've been invited to the combine, they it's mandatory that they attend the combine or else they're going to be ineligible for the NBA draft. Now, there are only so many draft spots, usually 60 with two rounds, but this year there's going to be even less. There's going to be 58. So for the NBA, it, it's almost like a privilege because not only are there so many draft spots, but there's so many spots of players that get invited to the NBA draft combine. So it does make sense that if you get invited, you have to take advantage of that invitation and you have to go. Or on the other hand, you have to forfeit being eligible for the NBA draft. So 
I'm sure that there are many players that probably shouldn't have a problem with this. Well, was it a problem? Because like, I honestly don't know. Was it a problem with guys not showing up to the combine when they got invited? Like, maybe, maybe, some of the, uh, maybe some of the top picks that they knew they were going to be some of the top picks, they may not have shown up. Had, maybe had other obligations, and they chose to do that instead. <laughs> but NBA says, no, we, we require that you're going to be there. Well, there's a study that has come out with a new report that the average person, and I don't know if I agree with this, at least it's not for me, but the average person throws away about $63 worth of groceries every week. That's around $3,000 every year. The most common thing that people waste is lettuce followed by bananas. Now, I get that it's different if you're single living by yourself or if you have a family, and I know grocery bills can change, but I know for a fact that with me at least, I can't remember a time that I've wasted more than $10 from groceries in a week. And if I did, it was because of uh, I left or anything. But I would be sick to my stomach if I wasted $63 worth of groceries in a week because I only go to the grocery store once. That would be a shame. And if you're somebody that wastes that much money, maybe go an alternate route. Maybe try doing something a little bit different. Get more frozen meals or something like that because that's just way too much money to be wasting on groceries. John Morant, is, uh, he's had an MRI, and this is similar to Giannis. He's had an MRI on his right hand, and he had some bruising. And uh, the Grizzlies and Lakers don't play again until tomorrow night. So a couple of extra days of rest there. But they're evaluating him day by day. And uh, head coach of the Grizzlies, Taylor Jenkins, said his symptoms are slightly improving. He's progressing. He's dribbling and shooting as much as he can going through the practice setting. He's had some stiffness in his hand. But we're just going to take it slowly, and we're going to see how he wakes up on Wednesday. So he's going to be a game-time decision for the game against the Lakers tomorrow. You know that taxes, tax time right now, today, is when taxes are due. And according to a survey, 6% of people will actually be doing their taxes tonight, like the very, very last minute. Have you done your taxes already, Joe? You taking care of that? Do it right away. Yeah. Whenever that time comes about. Yeah. I had to do an extension on mine because of uh, the different jobs I have, and it's just a a mess. And I have have someone doing it for me, but still got that extended. But either way, some people wait until the last minute and everything, and taxes is no exception to what they do. News on a couple of guys involved in the movies, actor Chris Evans. He has a new series coming out called Ghosted on Apple TV+. And, of course, everything is a series now. He was asked about some cameo appearances, and he didn't want to give too much away, but he said, yeah, we did have some old Marvel's buddies stop by. And then Quentin Tarantino, the famous uh, movie-making director, he says he was asked how much longer he's going to make movies. He said probably not much longer. He may be done. He's been making movies for 30 years. He's ready to quit. Yeah, he seems like the type that'll just uh, ride out to the sunset whenever he's ready. But, uh, man, we could always use a lot more of creative directors in Hollywood because there just doesn't seem to be many of them this time around. Appreciate everybody listening in Out of Balance today. For Joe Franklin, I am John Neighbors. Same sports show, same sports channel tomorrow afternoon. Stay tuned, folks. we got Drive Time Sports coming up next. No one likes to see blue lights in their rearview mirror but pulling over promptly and safely is the only smart option. Did you know that if you don't pull over for law enforcement, you could be charged with a Class B felony? That means up to 20 years in prison, $15,000 in fines, and the loss of your driver's license and vehicle. More importantly, fleeing from police puts innocent people at risk of being seriously injured or even killed. So, the next time you see blue lights in your rear,